0: Hey y'all, it's me Kiki and this week I will be discussing the Black motherhood experience. I'm talking from pregnancy to giving birth to raising children in this crazy world. Black mothers go through so much but are so special. This is a topic that is true to my heart so I'm so excited for us to jump right in. Alright, I'm going to start off with a definition as you all know. So the definition of motherhood is the qualities or spirit of a mother. Now that was basic, of course. (laughs) That was super basic. But I will be giving you all a more in-depth definition of Black motherhood through my experiences throughout this episode. So don't worry. And of course, this podcast cannot include everything because there's so much to talk about with Black motherhood. So this is just something to start off. And I do want to tell you all my mommyhood background. I have a kid, a son. He is two and a half years old. And um, you probably heard me talk about him in previous episodes, of course. And I love my little booger, little cutie patootie. And I am a new mom since he's so little. And so these are just things that based on my experiences or of other moms that I know um, that I think it's just important to talk about because black mommyhood is, ooh, ooh, it's a lot, it's a lot. And so I've broken this episode down into, exp- I think timeline is what I want to say, or rather points, points in motherhood. And so it's a little bit longer than normal, but don't worry, it's going to be good. So first I want to start off by talking about the pregnancy experience of being a black mother. And just to start off, it's like you're pregnant, you're going through a lot, you're trying to figure things out, your body is changing, and people decide to mistreat you just because you're black. That sucks. It sucks. And the mistreatment comes down to even like just people in the street or when you're in a doctor's office. And it's like, I can't understand why. That can limit our access to resources, things that we need. Like, why be difficult with someone who's bringing a whole life into the world? Like, what the heck is wrong with people? But of course, ah, black moms, black moms, oh, well, we take on so much. It makes me think about when I was pregnant went to this doctor's office I was kind of bougie. Well, actually the doctor's office wasn't bougie. It was just in a bougie location. It was a basic office actually. And, um, so my husband now was my boyfriend at the time. We weren't married and it's, I could just feel the mistreatment from the receptionist when I walk in. And when I look around, I'm the only black woman in the office from the people that work there down to, the patients coming in, and it's it's like I can I can see I can see how you treat me differently compared to the other white woman that's in the office here. and Thankfully, there was at least one doctor within the office that was uh, nice. Thankfully, thankfully, good doctor. He didn't deliver me, which sucks. It wasn't on his shift, but I would have loved for him to because he was the only one that had any damn sense in there. Everyone else. Rude. Rude. Rude 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 Root. And it sucks because I'm pregnant. So be nice, if anything, to small children, children, and pregnant people. But no, it's because I'm black. And I think also too the thought of like me not being married is a is a real thing. I think black moms get looked at in such a way of like, ooh, do you even know who the father of your child is? Like all those stereotypes that are just so wrong. And without even hearing my story or me opening up my mouth, you think you have an idea of who I am and, and you think, you know, my story. So there was a situation where I had came into appointment and I was by myself because at the time my boyfriend would drive like two, sometimes three hours through traffic from work to get to the office because it was closer to where I lived. And he was running late. And one of the doctors had the nerve to say to me, you know, dad should really be here. Like, first of all, what? You hold up. You don't even know what's going on with him. Like, you don't ask like, oh, you know, where's dad? Is he coming? Is he running late? You go to, he should be here. Like, as if it's, he doesn't want to be here. Anyways, it made it very difficult for the rest of the time for me to try to listen to (laughs) any other conversation that needed to be had at that appointment. But it's like, do you say that to the 35-year-old white woman that just was in office before me that was pregnant and um a, she was sitting in a room by herself or she was, I don't know where her husband, boyfriend or whoever is. It's like, why, why do you do that to black women? Why do you not think that we deserve everything that any other race deserves, especially while pregnant? I'm sorry. I got to go into a whole nother episode about just black women and the world. We're we going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. and it's crazy too because I have my own thoughts about like them being married and not being married and I struggled with that because for myself not having anything to do with like oh it's wrong for you to be pregnant and not be married no I just wanted for myself for me and my boyfriend and now husband at the time, I wanted us to get married first, set some things up first, enjoy some of like the us time and then have kids. And it didn't happen that way, which is fine because you know that saying about like you can plan and then life laughs at your plans or something like that. Like it's just, it was all of that, all up in there. But either way, I don't need other people to judge me about not being married. And also I think because, even though I'm growing into the 30 age. At the time I was 26, I wasn't, like 26 is not super young and it's not super old or whatever. Like I feel like it it was a decent age to have a kid for me, but I look younger. And so I think some of those same stereotypes of like, oh, there's this young, unwed black mom in the office and she's by herself. So let me just put all the stereotypes and all, all those things on her because this must be her case. And it wasn't. First of all, I had a whole job. Thank you very much. And we were together. I think me and my husband were together maybe five, five, six years, maybe before, um, a little, little pudding came along and it's like, what the hell? people are just disrespectful, 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 sorry, disrespectful. And it, it, it it's just so sad. It's just so sad. I also think that it's hard too for black moms because as black women, we feel the need to do everything. And I literally push myself so hard even when I was pregnant and I didn't let up because I didn't want to feel like I'm changing me. I wouldn't feel like Kiki was changing, I was just like adding a baby, but I can still be the same, you know, person, do the same things. And truly that like that's not that's not true. And we're so used to doing, I think as black women that we don't know how to slow down sometimes even when it's necessary. And like I was a doer and I felt there was a need for me to prove especially like at work that like yes, I'm just having a child and this is a thing that people do, but it doesn't slow me down. Like it's not going to stop the show. I can prove to you all that I can still be great and be carrying a whole child. Now that physically did mess me up because I was exhausted. And still pushing and um, and and I probably shouldn't have. But they do say whatever you were doing before you were pregnant, you can still do while you're pregnant as long as you like with reason, of course. Um, but it, it it was a stress that I didn't necessarily need to put on myself. But I think that sometimes as black women, we we feel like we have to maintain this ability of just doing. We do so why would being pregnant stop us from doing which is unfortunate because i think some other races have the luxury of not having to have that pressure in the first place so when it comes to pregnancy no one's looking at at that as a thing um and then in the pregnancy experience which i think sucks too going back to like we just get treated differently like the whole giving birth process now thank god I had a team like between God, my husband and my mom, like they advocated for me so much because doctors and nurses when I was laboring was pushing so much for like th- just drugs, like just just things that you really need a team to advocate for you. And sometimes it's so hard because those very same people that are supposed to be there to support you through giving birth are the same people that are putting pressures on you that are necessary. I feel like there is, like I had a good scenario of having a team. So as far as advocating for me and speaking for me for the things that I wanted and needed, like I got that, even if it was a fight. And I feel like black moms always get the fight. Like doctors are pushy. They think we're not intelligent. They think we don't know things. They think we don't know stuff about our bodies. They think that we, or they tried to get one up on us too, because I had a natural birth, but like people don't recognize like, oh, you just need epidural, you need the drugs. Like that's a money thing. Like that's a money thing, people. And so my team is intelligent enough and knows my wants and needs and is not going to allow the doctors and the nurses to push because we're we're not prepared or we don't know what we're doing. And I think sometimes that Black moms get looked at in that way as, again, all those same stereotypes. All those same stereotypes allows people to mistreat us. And I've had friends and family that have situations that's like they were in places where they didn't necessarily, this is, this is not the place that they planned on giving birth. And so the the doctors didn't really know them as well. And so you're already in an uncomfortable situation and you're also about to give birth. So you're like, And you're laboring, so you're already uncomfortable on a 1,000. But then they had the nerve Doctors and nurses think their husbands were incompetent or think they didn't know things about their body or try to do crazy things like, oh, you know what? We should just tie your tubes while you're at it. It's like, first of all, what you're not going to do is you're not going to tell me what to do with my body. And what you're not going to do is not going to make it seem like Husbands that have full on degrees, like intelligent human beings, you're not going to treat them like they're incompetent either. But again, this is if you had no idea, this is what happens with black women and black families like mistreatment of the world does not stop in the realm of being a mom or being pregnant. I know if freaking sucks. So if you see a black mom out there, then please like tell them that I appreciate you and all that you're doing and all of the good life that you're bringing into this world. Okay. Because it's unfortunate, even down to when you're giving birth, you don't even have people that can be decent about just helping you do a job that is physically like the hardest thing in the world to do. Okay, I'm going to move on. So we talked about pregnancy. I want to jump into afterbirth and what that looks like for a black mom. And I think that unfortunately the mistreatment doesn't stop. Um, <laughs> after my son was born, I remember looking at my um husband and boyfriend at the time like what did we do? And then my mom had left like a few hours after he was born. Like whenever the next, my son was born very early on Tuesday morning. So she left like breasted some and then left. And I remember looking at him like, why would this lady leave us with this whole child? Like what? <laughs> and getting home with him and I didn't even want to put him down. Like I was so scared. So those are like normal things that I think most moms for the first time feel, you know, like, oh my gosh, whoa, this is a whole child. Like the whole, you go from like being just you and one other person to like three humans that need to survive and need this, this small human that needs to be taken care of. And thankfully, I got to go on maternity leave for four and a half months, which was beautiful because it was a mix of like, I was tired all the time, but I also got so much time enjoying my little baby boy and watching him like grow and spending so much time with him. But at the same time, I was exhausted as heck. And it wasn't until after birth that I realized like, again, I worked all the way up until like giving birth and walked into the hospital. So I was, like I said, a doer, like I did. And I kept going. (laughs) unfortunately. So it wasn't until after I had given birth, being home with this kid when I realized, oh crap, I can't be superwoman anymore. I physically can't be superwoman. Like there's expectations of myself that are so high that I feel like so many black women, like we're looked at as superwoman. We get treated like we're superwoman, like we're just not capable of stopping or being harmed or hurt. Like we... The, after birth, like it's a slap in the face. Like, no, 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 no. You need to sit down. Like you need to sit down. You know why? Cause you're physically tired. You need to eat something. Like you have to take care of another human being, but you can't do that if you haven't your basic needs. Like, did you drink water today? And so I had to slow down because the super woman, complex, like needed to, to really not needed. It helped me recognize that I can't be that. I just, i wasn't i was i wasn't capable of that but also even recognizing that is a struggle in itself like trying to do everything with a small human being while you're still like healing and trying to get yourself back together while your body is still going through a change after giving birth it it causes so like it's so hard and it's such a struggle to try to still do the most when you really shouldn't and then there's so much like mental that happens or takes a play, takes a part in being a mom, and after birth, I think is like the hardest part. You go through so much self doubt, um, and postpartum depression is a real thing. I didn't realize how much that was a real thing until after giving birth. When you're like. I was in the bathroom crying with no apparent reason why I was crying. Then there was a mix of like still going through hormones. I'm breastfeeding or feeling like I am struggling to try to do it all, but I'm so tired and also arguing with (laughs) my husband. Like, why aren't you helping enough? Like you just, there's so much stuff going on that it's really a mental game and Unfortunately, as a black woman, it is hard sometimes for us to admit when we're struggling. I feel like it is such a thing for women of other races to be able to openly say that they're struggling and for people to be like, oh, my God, like that's not, oh, how can we help you? When a black woman opens up her mouth and says that she's struggling or maybe she she does have postpartum depression or maybe she's having issues connecting with her baby or maybe she's having issues recognizing she can't be superwoman anymore. Like we have those same things that other people have, but yet we can't be in a place of admitting that we're struggling because we get looked at as, you don't know how to take care of your baby. You don't know how to take care of yourself Maybe someone needs to come take your baby Because you don't know what you're doing And it's like what the heck Like why can't we get the same oh, oh my god Like how can how can I help you How can I come over And and give you some time to rest How can I watch your baby for a little bit So that maybe you can take a hot shower Or you can take a nap yourself It's It's like And this again I am going to do an episode of like just talking about black women in the world, period. But yeah, there is such a disconnect for the world in recognizing that black women and black moms, we struggle with things too. And we deserve to have a space to be able to share those things and not feel like we're going to be ostracized for it. And not feel like we're going to be shamed, and not feel like it's not going to be treated to the same with the same care and tenderness as any other race saying that they struggle with something and that they need help. Like it, there's so much physical, like parts of pregnancy, giving birth, and afterbirth, that really does such a mind flip that. I didn't recognize how crazy it was until I experienced it. And I think it's unfortunate that the world doesn't treat Black mothers with more care because we go through things too. And we deserve all of the love and attention. And another unfortunate part, too, about like just a time period of afterbirth is like feeling like we can get the help that we need. Again, if we're already struggling right with all those same things that I mentioned before, so if we may or may not be experiencing postpartum depression, if we may or may not be trying to realize that we can't be super women anymore and that we've got to slow down or we've got or we need to take some time, we're going through all these things, we need help. We need help. And sometimes, you know, the fathers try to help and sometimes it causes because we're on this hormonal ride that we 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 already are a little on edge. <laughs> That's just true. We are really are already on edge, but helping to recognize that we do need help and that we do need to feel comfortable leaning in on our partner. That was something that I struggled with, being such an independent woman, which is Again, another stereotype of a black woman, but being such an independent woman and also just my own experiences of having my father not in my life for a long period of time or for gaps. Rather, I saw my mother do it all for me and my brother. And so now I've got this guy here that's like trying to help, but trying to find a balance of like, how can I feel comfortable enough to release some of these things that I know I need help with, but... I feel like I have to do it all and I need to lean on my partner. And so I struggled with that. And I think it was a learning experience, of course, for the both of us to try to find our balance in things and, excuse me, and recognize with each other that like, I need to lean on him and and also he needs to see when I unfortunately I am not in a mental space to be able to open up my mouth all the time to say I need help or recognize when I need to be, like I need to chill out because I am trying to do it all and I am not able to. Like look for those those red flags and step in. And so I feel like there's so much things that goes on for a black woman that it, it spills into our motherhood and and it's it's if you don't get anything out of this, know that you do need help. You do need help. Everyone in the world needs help in life. Um, we all can't do it alone. And we've got to try our best to break down some of those barriers that we put up for ourselves that stops us from getting the help that we need or doesn't allow us to be in a space of openly saying that we're struggling with with anything, you know? And so I really, really, truly had to learn that and it was tough for me. Okay, so now I want to talk about Right now. Oh, snap. Sorry, (laughs) y'all. Knock this stuff over. Um, I want to talk about right now. So, right now, this is years later. Again, I told you all that my son is two and a half years old. I want to talk about Mac Black Mothering in 2020 yeah, 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 yeah. There's so, much, there's so much going on in this world, dear Lord, between racial wars and pandemics. It's like mothering is such a, like in the scariest times, right? The scariest times. And I know for myself, I'm super, I have always been super conscious from the time that I knew that I was gonna have a son. I was like, oh crap, black man in America, that's the craziest world to live in. Um, And I have just been super conscious about how I raise my son because I know it's going to have an impact on his entire life. I consciously think about like what it means to raise a black son in America and we're in the middle of New York City and it's it's just it's it's not an easy thing to handle and I feel like black mothers we have this load of like how do we raise children in this kind of world that looks at them in such a way. And I want my son to feel like he's loved and I want him to love himself and I want him to love his blackness and know how beautiful it is. And there's so much stuff that we have to do at home because when he goes out into the world, it's a whole nother story. It's a whole nother story. And so I have to do so much work at home and with him so that he is prepared for the world and for the public. And so I shower him with love all the time. Make sure that I tell him he loves and make sure that he knows he's loved because when little black boys are not loved, it becomes a whole nother thing. I, I won't go into tangent about that, but <laughs> it's it's a legit thing. Look it up. And so I shower him with love. I also am conscious of how I speak to him in public, like around other people. And so we are in a like sort of bougie area um, in the city and his daycare is quite bougie. And so I'm very conscious of how I speak to him while other parents are around because they already have an idea in their mind. Um, And he is like one of three black kids um, in his class or yes, in his class. And so black kids and like black boys, because for some reason, there's, there's no little black girls in his class. And so I have to be conscious of how I interact with him, how I interact with the other moms, um, just because I know and I understand what what that means for him. And I don't want anything to have an impact on his growth or him as a person. I want him to be, to feel included and not feel like he's different um, because he's black. I want him to know that, and different in a way that is negative. I think he needs to know that he's black and what that means. But at two, it's hard to have those kind of concepts with him. And so that's something I consciously think about like as he gets older. which is such a weight such a weight to to be on a person. And I I again I'm like super hard on myself and I always feel like there's a need to be perfect which again goes back to like black women's struggles, but I I just want him to do all the things that he wants to do in life and feel so capable of it and that his race is not going to make a difference in him and his capabilities. I know eventually I'll have to help him be conscious of the world, of course, but yes, yes. <laughs> um, I also want to talk about like black mommy and when it comes to like going back to like the daycares, like I struggle already to make mommy friends and I, um, at my son's daycare and even at his previous daycare. And it's just because people don't necessarily look or sound like me. So I struggle to connect. And that's a real thing for black mothers that I feel like people don't ever talk about. Like sometimes you just like making mommy friends is already hard, but then like to be a black mom, it's, it's in, it's my, in my opinion, so much harder because I, I don't know what we're going to talk about. So I just stick to my own friends. And I want to have like mommy friends at daycare so that, you know, sometimes you just need some tea. Um, But I'm just not very good at, like, I try my best to play nice, but I'm not good at, like, putting on or, like, I just, I'm a direct person. And so. I just, I just don't like to fake the fake, but I also know that I don't want my son to not feel included when it comes to like the little parties or invitations to whatever. Like I want him, cause those things get real when kids is little y'all, they do get real. And I want him to be able to have all those things. And so I know there is some part of me that have to play nice, and but I just don't want to play fake. And that's just what I'm not about. And I think that's something that black moms struggle with uh, because I think we have friends or family that have children and we can relate so well with them because we're from the same space. And so I struggle to make black mommy friends or mommy friends rather outside of my immediate center of, of folks. Um, one thing too, that I feel like never gets talked about is that as black moms, we have such, and because of our culture and the black culture, I think people don't recognize how much like your own stuff in life, your own trauma, generational curses, and all the things that were negative that got passed on to you and your partner, husband, boyfriend, or whoever, like you gotta stop that cycle. And I feel like this is a conscious thought that black moms have that doesn't always come up in other races or conversations. Like there's so much things that subconsciously gets passed on. Like for example, like negative talk or struggling to communicate um, or we have our own personal struggles that we don't want to carry on to our kids. And it's like, uh, it's like that's a real thing that we need to recognize is important to not do. And I sometimes you are so hard on yourself that you do it un, like, without intentions. And uh, you pass on things to your kid because you're so worried about not passing things on to your kid. But I feel like it's a conversation that comes up a lot, especially with other black moms that I talk to, that we're in a world now where we can recognize our trauma and stop the cycle. And you just have to start off by having the conversation with yourself, with your husband. Start with the conversation. So now let's talk about black mothering in 2020, like the now. Um, After we've already talked about pregnancy, we've talked about life after birth. So I feel like talking about like what's going on currently is important too. Um, I want to start off with first talking about how hard it is to be a black mother in the time right now because of so much stuff that's going on. We're in a racial war that has been a war for so long and right now it's just another battle <laughs> that we're in. Um and I know for myself I'm already super conscious from the time that I was I found out that I was having a son. I was like, "Oh, snap. Black man in America." That means that there is which one, me even having that thought is again something that black mothers experience that other races don't. I can't think of a white woman that recognizes when she when she has a son, she's like, Oh my gosh, how is my white son going to live in America? It's like, they don't have that thought. You don't have that thought. You know why? Because you're not a black mother. Black mothers have to have that thought. My kid hasn't even, he, he's freaking growing his fingers and toes and stuff. And I'm thinking about what—what what is it going to be like for him when he recognizes that he's a black man in America? Like, uh, do, do you not, that whole thought, that whole thought right there, that should blow your mind if you don't already know. But anyways, I think about that, like how I raise my son is going to be so important and have such impact on the rest of his life or his entire life. So I'm conscious about what it means to raise a black son. I'm conscious about All the things that I need to give him and show him so that he is well-rounded, he has a sense of himself, he has a sense of the world, he knows how to move in the world, he knows how to, like, living two lives of being at home and with family and friends and then what it means to be a black man in the world. I'm thinking about all these things, again, while my son is still growing his fingers and freaking toes, which is such a load that a black mother... It just weighs on us and that we carry, but it is, it, it is the reality. It is the reality. I think about like, I need to tell my son that I love him because when a child, especially a black child, especially a black boy is not loved by their mother, that can mess things up for them in the future. That can mess up their relationship with women. That can mess up their, just so many things, the impact of love from a black mother to a black son has on the son's life his success like so many things can contribute to that and so I tell my son I love him every day I make sure he knows that his mom loves him that his dad loves him like just how I raise him has an impact on so many things and I feel like that's something that other races don't have to think about they don't understand. They don't know the impact of it. Um, they don't know what it means to live two lives that black children have to live. Um, or the fear of being a black mother and your child is out in the world and you hope that he's going to come home. Like all those things that I haven't even gotten to that part of a life yet but I'm thinking about all those things now and I know for a fact there are other races that don't have to do that at all and it's unfortunate now I can go on a crazy tangent about that but I'm going to pull back because it, it's going to make me mad sad and angry all at once so I want to talk about <sighs> I want to move on to talking about um, my struggles as a black mother in making other mommy friends. My son's in a bougie daycare, and when I look in this daycare, I do not see a whole lot of moms that are like me. And really, in daycare, it's like you really—it's down to like your child's class. Um, if your daycare has multiple classes and that's who your like scope really comes down to. And I look around, I do not see mothers that look like me or feel like me or sound like me. And so I struggle to make mommy friends and because I really just, I'm not very good at faking the funk or putting on and I can play nice, but I don't like to play fake. And so I want to have mommy friends outside of my like, I have mommy friends from my own friends that are have that have children or family members that have children. But in this world of like, we share daycare, which could potentially lead to our kids will more than likely go to school together. And like at least elementary school or things of that sort, sometimes those things can lead up to. And so you start your mommy friends off with daycare. And so it's, it's a struggle for me because I'm like, I, who, I want to have real conversations with people, but hmm who who am I gonna do that with who am I gonna do it with there's one cute mommy in there that I do like it's in my kids class and I will connect with her but it is not the same connection like if you know what I mean and I feel like that's a struggle for black moms I feel like there's so much privilege in being in other races especially white that so many things that you don't think about because of your privilege You don't have to think about because of your privilege or the expectations, too, um, that you just place on situations because of your privilege. Black moms, we don't always have the ability to just be like that. It's just a reality. Another thing that I think about, which is very true to the culture of just black people, of recognizing and being conscious of like our trauma through our own experiences and like. Me and my husband's, our trauma, our generational curses are all the negative things that were passed on to us. Making sure we stop that cycle that doesn't get passed down to our kid and future kids. Like, it's crazy how subconsciously things can get passed on. I think about, like, negative talk, struggling to communicate. Like, those are some really... Simple things that you think like you could just stop yourself from doing, but it it really just it's a cycle and you have to be so conscious of those things and also find productive ways to work through your trauma and not just push it to the side or avoid doing it. But um, you have to be conscious of those things and how you cannot pass it on to your child and also not pass it on in a way of like, I'm trying to avoid it so much that you end up doing it anyways. And I really think that that's a thought, especially talking to other black mothers that we are very upfront about because we just want our our kids to be better humans. You know what I mean? We just do. Um, And then I think about just Going back to the culture of blackness. I think black people have so much joy, creativity, uniqueness, greatness. Like I'm so blessed to be a black mother. I'm so blessed to have a black son and to be a mother of a black son. And I think my son has so much personality and he's bold and I'm amazed at him every day. And I'm so grateful to God that he put us, like me and my son together together in this world. And so I think as black moms, we go through so much, but at the same time, we have so much to give and we have so much to be grateful for. And I am, like our experiences really allow us to have a gift of joy, a gift of so much things that we learn, so much things that we experience that we can be better people. I know I'm a better person because of my son. And I know that there's so much uniqueness to me being a mother and being a black mother that I am still grateful for so much and that it is not all bad that we ourselves have found a way in, well, one, I think that black women in general are like the cream of the crop. Like we make this world turn in such a way. So then when you have us have a child, like it's just like so much levels to this, okay? So much levels to this. And I want all black mothers out there to know that you are so appreciated. If you haven't been told today that you are, know that I appreciate you. I appreciate you for all that you do, for all the time and energy that is spent giving to others and not to yourself. And I I appreciate the love and care that you place in situations and on people. And I think that you deserve All that your heart desires. And I pray to God that you get it. Okay? I do. I really really do. (laughs) I do. So know that if anyone hasn't said it to you today, know that Kiki appreciates the black mommy that you are. But I digress. Okay, y'all, this is where I wrap up the tangent that I've been on all episode and hit you with my hard hitting points. So I know this is a long episode, but thank you for bearing it with me, y'all. I just want to recognize that being a black mother is beautiful and it is hard and it could be two things. It could be those two things and be and it could be it could just be. Black mommies, I hope that you lean on God and your partner or family and friends and free yourself of past experiences and traumas that are holding you back from being the best mommy that you can be. Look forward, dears, look forward. And that some days will be a struggle and some days will be great but don't hide the struggle because we're human too and everyone has them and no matter what people say like it is okay for you as a black mom to be able to have struggle days because when you dust yourself off and you get back up you're going to continue to be great know that if you give your everything and then and then some <laughs> you're doing your best and your best is good enough So even if you think others see differently or you are feeling the pressures of the world, get it out of your head and look at the facts. You're putting your best foot forward in taking care of a human being and helping them grow to be of greatness. So you are doing your absolute best and also remember that being a mother is one of the best experiences in life we were made for this so that means you can only be great okay y'all I am gonna get out of here because I've been talking to y'all forever I hope you enjoyed and I will see y'all next time Well, that's all for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Again, I am Kiki and this is Going on a Tangent Podcast. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe and I hope to see you soon.